Thank you for joining us for the St. John's Classical Academy broadcast, coming to you from Fleming Island, Florida, where we are building intelligent, virtuous American citizens. I'm Matt Johnson. Today, I'm pleased to welcome our art teachers here with me. Uh, teachers, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Hey, this is, I'm so, I'm so glad to uh, finally get to interview you and introduce you to our parents and our scholars, but also it's your opportunity to give them a heads up on what they can expect in their art classes this year. Well, let's start with uh, Mrs. Rice. Mrs. Rice, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you end up here? Well, um, I ended up here, I've been here from the day one. Um, we have an older daughter and two younger sons, and she went to school uh, through the county, and we saw some gaps in her education, and we were just starting to research different options for our boys. Um, and I found out about the very first informational night, um, and I went and listened to uh, Miss Hutchings, and I was immediately intrigued by classical education. So I put our boys on the list, uh, the very first interest list. My youngest was in pre-K at the time, and my middle son was in second, um, and we never looked back. Um, so how I ended up, that's how I got involved as a parent, but how I got involved as a teacher, uh, our first year was in a temporary location. Uh, and uh, I was lucky enough to stay home as a stay-at-home mom with our older daughter. Uh, and I started working again when our youngest was probably three. And I traveled around Jacksonville and taught after-school art classes. Um, and... Uh, there was a need at the new school for a contracted art teacher. And so I um, uh, let my, I had several employees that worked with me as well. I let them take over the other schools that we serviced after school. And I focused on the new St. John's Classical Academy. And I taught art in a cart and I just drug my lessons from classroom to classroom. Um, and that's how we got started um, as a teacher. Uh, our first year on the current campus, uh, I was approached to become the full-time art teacher rather than a contracted employee, and I have been here ever since. So do you think we've become a little more stable now than the first year? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Every year gets better and better. Yeah. This is my sixth year. I always tell people there's nothing easy about starting a charter school. It is so complicated. It's just a lot of hard work. Those teachers that first year, all of you, in a temporary place, worked so hard having to transition classrooms and uh, you having to push a cart around and, and push into classrooms <laughs> uh, to teach art. That, that was, that, that's a common story in charter schools. And, uh, and here you are from year one, and uh, we really appreciate you. We're gonna talk more about your class and uh, everything going on there, but uh, thank you for, for coming on board that first year and sticking with it. And I, I agree, things have become much more stable. Yep. All right. Our other art teacher, we have two. Uh, our other art teacher has been here for quite a while as well, and that is Mr. Ross. Mr. Ross, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing great. Tell us how you uh, how you came here, a little bit of, of your background as well. 
Well, um, I've been teaching for 28 years and around the 20th year of public education, I was losing that joy that I had felt for so long. And I ended up taking, I'm a traveler. I love traveling, international travel. I try to take a trip every year. And I, I ended up taking a job at international school in South Korea. Uh, I spent two years there and I saw a totally different picture. I enjoyed it very much, but I had to come back home. So I ended up with a job in St. Augustine. I moved from Central Florida up to St. Augustine, which was a city that I've always loved. And uh, working for the St. John's County Schools, um, I, I learned that they had policies, uh, for example, if students uh, didn't turn in their work or didn't do good work, I was still supposed to pass them and give them grades that um, they didn't deserve. And I was not very um, agreeable with this policy and it made my life and my job difficult because um, I felt that if you're gonna have integrity with the grades that you give, that you can't do this sort of thing. So after two years in St. John's County, um, with high marks in my teacher evaluations, I was not reappointed. And uh, typically my understanding is correct that if you're not reappointed in the St. John's County School, you end up blacklisted from any other jobs. Uh, so I started looking in neighboring counties for employment. And uh, my non-reappointment ended up being a good thing because as so it happens, I found this job here in Clay County. And uh, it's been one of the best job assignments I've ever had. No, it's been the best job assignment I've had in my 28 years. And as well, I'm now a resident of Green Cove Springs. Um, so my time here, what was told to me at the very beginning when I was interviewing, teachers would tell me that these kids are going to talk to you. They're going to open the door for you. They're going to say please and thank you. And that is the trend at this school. Kids want to still interact with their parents or with their teachers, as I'm sure they do with their parents. Um, but I think most importantly is um, the parents that send their kids here, they they want their kids to be kids for a little bit longer and they treat them in such a manner that uh, they're just not letting the world, you know, take their childhood from them. They're, they're sheltering them to an extent and keeping, I think, more of the good in their lives for a little bit longer. Um, and that's kind of an overall, you know, trend that I see with the students at the school. I love it. It is, like I said, the best job I've had. Well, that's great. How many years have you been Teaching, what are you going into which year? 28th. Uh, here? At, no, no. Here, it's my sixth, sixth year here. Sixth year. Okay. So you're definitely a veteran. <laughs> oh, yes. You've been here for quite a while. Well, thank you, Mr. Ross. Sure. Hey, let's, uh, let's shift over to uh, explaining what our scholars can expect to learn this year. Mr. Rice, tell us a little bit about your class and what can our parents and scholars expect to see? Um, so from kindergarten to fifth grade, they learn a broad spectrum of art theory, um, art history, techniques, um, and what I like best about the curriculum, despite what any grade that they're in, is that it's a layered approach. What they're learning in art corresponds to what they're learning in history. So just... Um, as an example, uh, fourth grade, they're learning about uh, ancient China in their history class. 
And in my class, they're learning about Chinese art. Mm. So it's just a, a layered approach. It gives them a deeper understanding because art always follows history. Um, art reflects what's going on in the world during the time that it was made. Uh, and they just get a deeper understanding, not only of the history, but of the art that was created during each period. Yeah. I, I say this quite a bit. I enjoy coming into your class, uh, especially when you're teaching an art history class. Is there a specific art history lesson that stands out to you the most or a few of them? And, and what's so important about teaching art history? What are you trying to get across to the scholars in those lessons? Um, well, like I said, the importance of art history is it gives it just gives them a deeper understanding of why the art was created based on what was happening during the world uh, when it was made. Um, I, the Renaissance is one of my favorite periods. I have some favorite artists. I love teaching Albrecht Durer. Um, I love Johann Vermeer, Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo. It's all just so rich. Um, and the, the rebirth of the classical era that happened during the Renaissance, I find that really ties in well to what we're doing uh, as a classical school. Now, our theme this year is wonder and joy. Do you see wonder in, in the eyes of your scholars when they, they learn these lessons? Yeah. I'm always shocked and amazed and delighted at the questions that I get. We don't get surface questions. We get very deep questions. They want to know why. They want to know why. They want to know how. Um, and I'm just always amazed and pleased um, at the questions that I get, the level of um, just the depth of understanding to even ask the questions that they ask. And that just tells me what a great job their homeroom teachers are doing in, in teaching them um, the other elements of the curriculum. So we aren't just teaching them to color within the lines not. here at St. John's <laughs> Classical Academy. Absolutely It not. is much deeper. <laughs> we are deeper. developing graduates in mind and character. And I see that in the art program, you know, making connections with mind and shaping character. Are some of these virtue lessons? I can ask both of you that. When you, when you talk about artists and why and... I feel like, well, first of all, I try to teach the kids to color outside the lines as well. But when it comes to art history, which was my weakest subject, because in the public schools, I could never teach art history. Um, I would be overrun with problems if I ever tried to do anything like that. But here at the Classical Academy, it's a standard. We do it every, in the upper school, middle and upper school, we do it uh, every Wednesday and sometimes we'll continue it on Thursday. But what I like about the art history is we get to teach the virtues. When we're studying the artists, a lot of the artists that we talk about we discuss we're not the most upstanding people when it comes to their social or personal lives so we can look at them as non-examples uh, of virtuous behavior and we can have an open discussion about what they could have or should have done differently a lot of times their lack of virtues ends up with their own demise in their lives and uh, I mean a lot of these artists they died in their their 30s and it was because of their lifestyles, their unvirtuous lifestyles. So we do talk about that. And we also uh, kind of apply it to what's going on in you know, today's world. Okay, excellent. Is there a particular lesson that you're looking forward to this year, Mr. Ross? I love to teach painting um, with my 2D kids. 
I just, I, it's, it's about six weeks of different lessons working up to two different paintings. And I like to see their growth. Um, and I think they see it as well. And they start to appreciate what they're creating. And they realize that they can and possibly they are an artist. I'm not trying to make them an artist. I just hope they can develop an appreciation for the arts. And in addition, and of course my 3D classes, which we mainly work with clay. I just love working with clay. Kids love working with clay. It's, uh, it's, it sells itself. <laughs> the kids come in and once we get past the first couple of weeks, we're on autopilot just creating good things while also we're teaching them the elements and principles of art. Okay, with, without exception, every time I've walked into your classroom, your scholars are fully engaged. Whether it's 2D art, pottery, whatever it is, they're just so engrossed in what they're making. It's really a beautiful thing. And uh, at the end of the year, they have some great products to bring home, and the parents know that as well. Parents listening even now. Uh, hey, any uh, any final thoughts for our parents, like to prepare them for this year? Any type of supplies or anything like that you, you need to talk to parents about? Well, all my stuff is listed in Google Classroom. Um, but the main thing I want to uh, tell the parents is please keep an eye on your students' grades. Um, I feel like typically if kids are putting forth the effort and doing what they're supposed to do, they'll be making A's and B's in my class. If you see a C or anything lower, you should pay more attention, mostly to the art history notes. A lot of times kids forget or they don't want to or they don't complete their notes, they don't turn them in, and that will push their grade down. And it's my goal to have a majority of students making A's and B's. Good. Okay. Yes, yeah, right. You are doing Cornell notes now. That's correct. Holding them to the standard. Thank you, Mr. Ross. No problem. Uh, Mrs. Rice, can you think of anything further? Um, uh, fifth grade, when we're in the Renaissance, um, I will be sending out a note to parents to send their um, students in with a bar of ivory soap. We are going to be learning about uh, sculpture in the Renaissance, and the students will actually have a, an opportunity to try their hand at sculpting. It's a lot harder than it looks, <laughs> um, but they really enjoy that project. Uh, and then later in the year, second grade um, parents will need to send their scholars in with um, a canvas when we do our abstract art unit. Um, for the most part, um, we have everything that we need in grammar school art. Um, fundraising through the Fine Arts Booster Club is very, very helpful. And I thank all the parents who have uh, had their uh, scholars participate in those events. Those buy supplies that may not be covered. Um, it's, it's just a, a great um, way to fund and support the fine arts at our school. Um, one thing that I am very excited about this year, I started at the end of last year, is I'm really trying to grow our grammar school ceramics program. Um, and some of the funds that were raised through our Fine Arts Booster Club events bought me a four-tiered ceramics cart. Our mm. uh, kiln is upstairs. And um, before that, I had no way to get ceramics upstairs without the possibility of breaking. So now I just roll our projects upstairs in the elevator um, right into the upper school art room uh, to be fired. Uh, I think I had three grades that did ceramic projects at the end of last year, and they absolutely love it. Uh, like Mr. Ross said, they love um, creating with clay. 
Um, and um, I'm hoping to uh, do a ceramics project with each grade level this year. So I'm excited to, to grow that program. Yes, and I'm very thankful for Lions Council, the Fine Arts Boosters Committee, uh, all the money they raised last year. Uh, I say it a lot, they bought a tuba that was, that was sorely needed. And I did see the distribution that went to everybody else for the, all the different programs of fine arts. So I'm so thankful for Lions Council. And we are working together. We are Lions Council. It's a parent-teacher organization. And I'm looking forward to how much we can raise this year. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right. Well, this wraps up our podcast for today. If you would like to learn more about St. John's Classical Academy or classical education in general, visit us at our website, stjca.org. You will also find enrollment information. Thank you for joining us.